This podcast is sponsored by the Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church Incorporated, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly. In Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. Hallelujah. 
So even though Lazarus was going to be raised from the dead, which was a good thing, Lazarus had to die again. Amen. He had to die again because he was only raised from the dead. But see, Jesus was resurrected. There's power in resurrection that there is not in raising the dead. See, the, the power is available for us to raise the dead today. Today, right now, the power is available. And I'm believing for it. Amen. I'm just spying out the land, waiting for the right funeral. Amen. Waiting for the white right funeral. Make sure that he's been dead a long time. Make sure that all the blood has been removed. Make sure that he's embalmed. Make the make sure that he, he's frozen solid. Knock on his on his cheek like that. And say, Rise and walk in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And see him get up and walk and clear out the church house. Won't be nobody left but the man who said rise and walk and the guy used to be dead. Mother, father, sister, brother, cousin, daughter, everybody be done run out. Amen. But that power is available today. Some of y'all say, I don't want that power. <laughs> leave, that, leave that power alone. Let's do the other stuff. But that power is available today. And it's available to anyone who believes. And I believe, hallelujah, the right funeral might just be here. Amen. And I, I reckon when I feel it coming on, I'll tell us is lock the door. Because something about to happen. And we don't want them running out of here. Amen. We want them rejoicing because God has raised somebody from the dead. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. It's going to happen. Amen. So Lazarus was raised from the dead in this account here. Then there was another account in Luke, the seventh chapter, uh, about a, a young man who died and his mother was weeping also. And the word says that Jesus walked over and touched the beer or the, or the coffin of the young man and told the young man to get up. I suppose the pallbearers dropped him when he sat up in the box. The pallbearers dropped him and took off. But see, he was raised from the dead also. But now Lazarus had to die again. And the widow of Nain's son had to die again. But Jesus does not have to die ever again. He was resurrected. There is a difference. Hallelujah. There's another account in Acts of the Apostles. Actually, it's the Acts of the Holy Ghost with, uh, I believe her name was Dorcas, where Peter was called in and she had died. They had her laid out and everything. And Peter went up there to a room, put everybody out. And she came out walking. She was raised from the dead. And that's New Testament. That's the same church we're in. Peter's in the same church we're in. Amen. This is not a new, a new church from that. It's the same church, same power, same authority. And Peter went up there and raised Dorcas from the dead by the power of the Holy Ghost. But Dorcas had to die again. But with the resurrection, 
with the power of the resurrection, you don't have to die ever again. Hallelujah. Now, in Revelation, the first chapter, I want you to turn there. In Revelation chapter 1, verse 18, Jesus is speaking. This is when the Apostle John, the Apostle of Love, was caught up and wrote this prophecy of Revelation. And he saw Jesus in heaven standing at the right hand of the Father. And Jesus said, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. You know what amen means? It is so. It does not mean the end. Amen means it is so. He said, I am he who was dead. And I'm now alive, and I'm alive forevermore. Praise God. Why? Because he was resurrected. The power of the resurrection was upon him. Not just being raised from the dead. Resurrected. It's actually a misnomer to just say that Jesus was raised from the dead. He was more than raised from the dead. He was resurrected. And only the Father God can resurrect you by the power of the Holy Ghost. And when he resurrects you, it's forever. It, I say it's forever. It is forever. And in and in the in the revelations, it also talks about the fact that we are going to be resurrected. Hallelujah. I say we are going to be resurrected. That means we're going to live forevermore. That means death will have no more sway over us. That means we'll be exactly like Jesus. There's going to come a time. Yes, if you, if, you are, if you die before Jesus comes to catch us away, you're going to leave your flesh body and you're going to be, you're going to be ushered into the paradise in heaven and your spirit will be alive unto God, but your flesh will go into the ground Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. But the resurrection day is coming. And when that day comes, I don't care where the molecules are. I don't care what they've been changed unto. I don't care how many bugs ate them. God's going to pull it all back together. And you're going to be resurrected. You're going to have a brand new body. But he's going to use that old body. You're going to be resurrected and that body will live forevermore because whether you realize it or not, Jesus is in heaven right now with a body just like ours. It's a glorified body, but it's flesh and bone just like ours. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's the only one up there walking around like that. Oh, glory to God. He's the only one up there walking around like that. But there's going to be plenty more. Because we come. Hallelujah. We're coming. Glory to God. By the power of the resurrection. The next point. Colossians chapter 2, please. 
Colossians, the second chapter. With the power of the resurrection, all of the forces of hell, a third of the angels, all the demons, Satan himself could not prevent the resurrection. Wait a minute now. Do you hear that? A third of the angels, Satan himself, every demon could not prevent the power of the resurrection. They could not stop it. Jesus by himself, all the forces of hell arrayed against him. They could not stop the resurrection. There's power in the resurrection. Hallelujah. And that power is available to us. Glory to God. In Colossians, the second chapter in the 14th verse, the word says, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. Now watch this 15th verse. And having spoiled, spoiled, principalities, and powers. He made a show of them openly, triumphing, triumphing over them in it. He triumphed over all the forces of hell. He triumphed over all the principalities, all the powers, all the rulers of the wickedness of this world, the devil, and all of his angels. He triumphed over every one of them by himself with the power of the resurrection. Hallelujah. Don't think the resurrection is just a oh, little namby-pamby churchy thing. There's power in the resurrection. So all the forces of hell could not prevent him from being resurrected. They had him in the prison house of Satan. They had him locked in the bowels of the earth. They had him in the prison house where he was being, being, being punished for us. That's what he was there for. If he didn't go to hell, we'd have to. Because he did substitutionary work. He took our place. He died for us but he also served our sentence in hell. And because he served our sentence there in hell, all the demons, all the devils, all the angels that are down there that work for Satan, and Satan himself said, we've got him. We're going to hold him. We're going to keep him in this prison house, and we're going to torment him. But oh, the third day came. Resurrection day came. And all the forces of hell could not keep him. They could not hold him. They could not restrain him. Hallelujah. All with resurrection power. Did you know that God the Father didn't even have to get up off the throne? Glory to God. Hallelujah. He didn't even have to get up off the throne. He just said. That's the Holy Ghost, you know, the breath of God. And the chains were broken. Not only did resurrection, listen, listen, not only did resurrection 
get him out of there, but he wrapped up paradise and brought it out with him with the same power of resurrection. Because all the saints of God before Jesus died had to go to that compartment called paradise, but it was still in hell. Amen. They had to go to the center of the earth. The center of the earth is where hell is, where people are tormented who go to hell. But also in the center of earth was paradise because they were not at that time worthy to go to heaven. But when Jesus, glory to God, when Jesus went down there, when Jesus died for us, when Jesus served our sentence, and the, and the sentence was satisfied, and God the Father blew the wind of the Holy Ghost and said, loose him and let him go. Hallelujah. He had to let him go. And Jesus said, well, since I'm leaving, I'll just take the keys of death and hell with me. Since I'm leaving, I'll just wrap up paradise and take all the fellas with me. And every devil and every demon in hell could not stop it. The word says he spoiled them. He made a show of them openly. 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 Y'all looking at me. He dissed them. You got that? <laughs> give, give, give. Go ahead. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. All right, point number three in Luke, the 24th chapter. Hallelujah. Bet they understood that. <laughs> Hallelujah. In the 24th chapter. Thank you, Lord God. The power of the resurrection. In Luke 24, 39, after Jesus came back and was walking the earth and was seen of 500 or more brethren, he says himself, Behold, my hands and my feet, that it is I myself, handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as ye see me have. Hallelujah. A spirit hath not flesh and bones as you see me have. What's Jesus saying to him? He's saying to him, I not only spoil principalities and powers, I not only got out of the prison house of hell, I not only broke the chains, I not only made a show of you openly, I not only wrapped up all the paradise and brought Abraham and all the boys out, I stopped by the grave on the way out and got my body. You can't have that either. Hallelujah. You can't have my body either, devil. It's not going to rot in the grave. Because the word says that he will not leave his holy one to see corruption. He said there'll be no corruption on that body. So the power of the resurrection not only raised him, brought him up out of the prison house of hell, but it brought him back by the tomb, rolled a stone away, got him up, said let's walk out of here. Because this body of mine will not suffer corruption. Hallelujah. With the power of the resurrection. Y'all thought resurrection was just some little old namby-pamby thing. But I'm telling you, there's power in the resurrection. It was enough power to go by and get the body after everything else. Hallelujah to Jesus. And there's enough power 
to some saints who've been dead for 200 years that that same resurrection power is going to go by their grave and going to cause them to get up, going to cause their body to come back together, cause every molecule, every part of that body to come back together. You ever see these, these uh, kaleidoscope type things? Where they, well, you know, they blow something apart, then they reverse the film and bring it back together. That's what's going to happen to the body. Glory to God with the same power of the resurrection. Same power. Same power because everything Jesus did, he did as an example, an in-sample for us. So the same thing's going to happen to our body. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The power of the resurrection. Glory to God. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Point number four. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, please. talking about the power of the resurrection. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 20. But now is Christ risen from the dead? And become the first fruits of them that slept. That's what I just said. The power of the resurrection is so strong that Jesus became the first fruits of every saint that ever died. And as the first fruits, that means they're going to be a second fruit, a third fruit, a fourth fruit, a fifth fruit, and as far as the fruit goes. He being the first fruit, what he did is going to be duplicated again and again and again and again. And all who call upon the name of the Lord, all who call Jesus Lord and Savior and obey his commandments, they too will be a part of this. He'll be the first fruits of them. They will have the same resurrection. They will have the same power. They will have they will be able also <laughs> to, to, to stand and see principalities and powers bow. Ooh, hallelujah. The devils and demons are going to bow to you. They're going to see this. You're going to spoil them. You're going to make a show of them openly just like you did. Hallelujah. Because when you're resurrected, all they're going to see is the same Jesus. Oh, they're going to go, oh, oh, oh. They're going to be tormented forever. Because as soon as one finished getting up, here come another one getting up. They thought they were finished hurting and bowing. Here come you getting up. Then somebody else going to get up. Then somebody else going to get up. Man, you talk about torment. It's bad enough to go to the lake of fire. Imagine having to face that. Every minute on the minute, somebody else getting up. Somebody else that used to belong to you. Somebody that used to belong to you, devil. And you, you they used to bow to you. Now you're going to have to bow to them. Glory to God. Woo, hallelujah. All with the power of the resurrection. He's the first fruits. The first fruits. Ephesians chapter 2. Thank you, Lord God. Ooh, hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5. Even when we were dead in sins, hath 
quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. That's where we're seated right now. But you know the devil doesn't want to acknowledge that. But resurrection is coming. And he's going to have to acknowledge it. Because then your body's going to get up. Then your body's going to get up and be seated with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And he'll have to acknowledge it then. Because that body's going to get up out of the grave that he thought he had full power over. But remember, Jesus took the key. And the grave. That's why he took the keys of the grave. Because otherwise Satan would still have authority over the grave. And you couldn't get up. But Jesus took the keys. He said, I did it. I don't it's time. They will get up. They will rise. They will rise again. Hallelujah. Ooh, glory to God. All right. You're in Ephesians. Stay right there in the second chapter. The fifth point. I want to make. And the fifth point has like two or three things to it. In Ephesians, the second chapter, the 13th verse. But now, in Christ Jesus, ye who were sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. You who were sometimes are far off, far off into the distance, far off away from God, out of God's uh, area of of authority you were far off before but now because of the blood of Jesus you've been made nigh or near you've been brought right close to him you've been brought right next to him you've been brought right next to the father God because you're seated together with Christ in heavenly places at the right hand of the father God so by the blood of Jesus you have been brought to that place only by his blood. He had to shed his blood. Because his blood was spotless blood. The blood was spotless blood. His blood did not come from his mother Mary. His blood came from his father God. He had the blood of God flowing through his veins. So that blood. That's the blood that is seen when you present yourself. When you plead the blood, that's the blood that you're pleading. You're pleading the blood of the Father God. You're pleading that heavenly thing, that heavenly blood. You're pleading the blood of the eternal God, the ancient of days, he who never sleeps nor slumbers. You are pleading his blood, and you're pleading it for your own because I am covered in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's all through the power of the resurrection. It's all through the power of the resurrection. You remember Romans, the 10th chapter says, Whosoever, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whoever believes that Jesus Christ died for them and was raised from the dead, believes that, confesses it, believes it in their heart, they shall be saved. He had to be raised from the dead, resurrected, Raised, not just raised to die again, resurrected raised. So those who are who are believers in Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior and Messiah, the resurrection power is available through the blood of Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Next, Philippians chapter 2. Next book. Chapter 2, verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross, that old ugly cross up there. I said it Friday, I'll say it again. I have it up there, ugly, not shiny, because it was ugly. And it should be a reminder to us of what Jesus had to go through. I don't want no polished, shiny cross. I want an old, rugged, ugly cross so that we can remember. Remember what he went through. Remember the fact that the cross was ugly to Jesus. It was ugly to him. But this word says that because of obedience, because of obedience, he went to the cross. Obedience to the Father in our behalf. Hallelujah. So, this scripture declares, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Verse 8 again. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the old ugly cross. Wherefore God also, because of this, God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. Why? Through the power of the resurrection. Because if Jesus did not get up, none of this stuff would apply. If Jesus was not resurrected, his death would have been in vain. His whipping would have been in vain. But because of the resurrection, He's been highly exalted and he's been given a name that's above every name. And just like the blood, we have the name. And because we have the name of Jesus, we can make commands and demands. We make demands in this earth realm because of the name of Jesus. When you know the name, when you have revelation of the name and you speak the name with that revelation, things will happen. Hallelujah. The final one on this fifth point. Matthew chapter 28. Matthew the 28th chapter. In the 18th verse. Jesus came and spake unto them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Not only has he been given a name, not only does he have this blood, but all power is given unto him. All authority, all authority is given unto him. Where? In heaven and in earth. Through the power of the resurrection, he has received power in heaven and and in earth. All through the power of the resurrection. All through the power of the resurrection. If he was not resurrected, none of this would apply. 
But he was. But he was. And that power is still available. That power is still available. I say that power is still available. The blood. The power is still available. Hallelujah. The name. The blood. The authority. The power. It's all still available. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're suffering with something, it's available. It's available. The name is available. The blood is available. All the power, all the authority, authority, it's available. It's available. That's why Jesus said all things are possible to him that believe it. Believe on the blood. Believe on the name. Believe on the power. And all things are possible. I don't care what the ailment. I don't care how powerful it may seem. Was it as powerful as every demon in hell? Was it as powerful as the devil and all of his angels? Was it as powerful as principalities and powers? Was it as, is it as powerful as that? No. Yet he still, the resurrection power brought him out of there. Not only brought him out of there, brought him out of there with power and authority to bring others out. Hallelujah. With the same power and authority. And that same power and authority is available today. You say, I tried to use the name. Then bless God, use the blood. Say, the name didn't work for me. Then use the blood. Say, the blood didn't work for me. Then use the power. Bless and be God. He's giving you all this stuff to you. Use it all. I claim the blood. I claim the name. I claim the power on this body of mine. Body, get in line. Resurrection power, move on this body. I don't care if it's cancer. I don't care if it's TB. I don't care if it's AIDS. Resurrection power can move it. All you've got to do is believe it. That's what I'm preaching about today is the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. Not no ding-dong bunny rabbit or egg. Talking about the resurrection power. I'm talking about something that'll work for you. I'm talking about something you can use. I want to go out of here with something I can use. I don't want to leave here like I came. I want to go out of here with some, some knowledge of power and authority and the blood and the name. And I got it all, bless God. I have it all. It's all available to me. It's all mine. I can use it. I can use it to stand against anything. And if God before me, who can be against me? I've got to stand. For greater one is, is in me. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Why? Because of resurrection power. Hallelujah to Jesus. Resurrection power will get you all the money you need. Say what? Yes. So where you get that from? I got it from the Bible. Remember when, the, when Jesus was raised from the dead and he was standing on the shore and, he, and, the, and the, 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 the fellow saw him. I looked like the Lord. And Peter was naked, jumped in the water and swam. And the boys, he, the Jesus said, did you catch any fish? Say, yeah, Jesus. And they went to bring in the fish. When they got there, Jesus already had fish. Where'd he get it from? Where'd he get it from? They was doing the fishing. Never thought about that, did you? Never thought about that, did you? 
Resurrection power said, fish be. And fish was. Resurrection power said, fish fry. And fish fry was. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know he lost his mind now. Resurrection power, just something to say, barbecue me. I like barbecue. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, it won't work for you because you don't believe it. You think I'm crazy. But it worked for me. I say it works for me, bless God. Hallelujah. Something to say barbecue be anytime now. I want y'all to think about that for a minute. Where did he get them fish from? He had no boat. He didn't go fishing. And they didn't see nothing. But when they got to the shore, the fish was cooked. Come on, fellas. Sit down and eat. Say, come on and eat with me. I got some fish you've never tasted before. I got some resurrection power fish. Y'all don't believe it. That's all right. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. All right. Point number six. About to wrap it up here. Turn back to Philippians, the second chapter. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Woo, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Remember, all power has been given unto you in heaven and in earth and under the earth also. In Philippians 2.10, remember what we read that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things. That word is italicized. The actual word is beings in heaven and beings in earth and beings under the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beings in heaven and in earth and under the earth. Every being, bow your knee to the name of Jesus. Every being, every being, and I submit to you, thank you, Lord, the reason why they can't find a cure for a lot of things is because it's not just a thing. It's a being. It's a being. It's a being. It's a being. And because it's a being, it's got to bow its knee. And you need to speak to it as a being. I speak to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You bow your knee. Some of these things that are going around, they say they can't find a cure for it. And they claim some stuff is coming back that was gone that they had a cure for years ago and they said it's coming back and it's coming back stronger than ever and we don't know what to do I know what to do blessed be God I know what to do I know what to do I know to complete the blood of Jesus I know to put the name of Jesus on it I know to make it bow its knee to Jesus and it's got to go 
It's got to go. I didn't say maybe it's going. It's got to go. It's got to leave here. Hallelujah. 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 See, some folk get up in the pulpit and yell and holler and spit and carry on. I spit a little bit, but I mean it. I got anointed spit. Hallelujah. I got anointed spit. So if you get a shower, say, glory to God, that's anointed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I believe this stuff. I said I believe this stuff. Amen. From cover to cover and everything in between. Some folks just believe the covers. Holy Bible and the end. <laughs> Amen. You got to get in the middle. You got to get with the meat. You got to read it, believe it, act upon it. And then you'll see the resurrection power working in your life. Hallelujah. It's not no special thing. It's not special for the, pre the preacher. It's for every born-again believer. Resurrection power is for every born-again believer. If you are a believer, resurrection power is for you. If you call upon the name of the Lord, resurrection power is for you. If you stand flat-footed and say, I believe in Jesus, resurrection power is for you. If you stand up in the face of adversity and say, I believe in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He is my Lord and Savior. Resurrection power is for you. Hallelujah. And don't you settle for anything less. We've been settling for too much for too long. Forget settling for. I ain't settling for nothing but resurrection power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. So, sixth point. It conquered both spheres, the spiritual and the natural. There in Philippians 2.10, every being has got to bow. And then finally, the seventh point, Matthew chapter 12. Hallelujah to Jesus. Resurrection power. I'm so glad you got up, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm so glad you got up with power. Hallelujah. See, that's the difference in Lazarus. That's the difference in the widow of Nain's son. That's the difference in Dorcas. They got up, but they didn't get up with power. They got up by power, but they didn't get up with power. Jesus got up with power, bless God. And when you get up, you're going to get up with power. Jesus Christ lives in you if you're a born-again believer. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said, I'm going away, but I'm going to send another. I'm going to send the comfort of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is in you. Watch this now. The Holy Ghost just said this to me. Watch this. He said, resurrection power is not only available to you, Hallelujah. It's in you. It's in you. Where you get that from? I'll tell you the scripture he gave. When Lazarus' sister said to him, 
I know he's going to be, he's going to get up in the resurrection. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. And if Jesus is in you, the resurrection is in you. And if the resurrection is in you, the resurrection power is in you. Right now, you don't have to wait till getting up there. You already up, bless God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, that slapped somebody, Revelation. Look at your neighbor. Get you a neighbor to look at him. Say, did you hear that? Do you realize that the resurrection power of Jesus Christ is in you? When you going to do something with it? Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 12. We got to finish this thing. Oh, Lord. The 38th verse. Hallelujah to Jesus. Matthew chapter 12, verse 38 says, Then certain of the scribes and of the Pharisees answered, saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall no sign be given to it but the sign of the prophet Jonas. For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Hallelujah. Resurrection power has the ability to prophesy and see it come to pass. And you got resurrection power in you. I said that you got resurrection power in you. Jesus prophesied. He said, this is the sign that you're going to get, and this is the only one you're going to get. Just as Jonah was in the whale's belly for three days and three nights, I'm going to be in the bowels of the earth for three days and three nights, and then I'm spiritual gifts, but rather that you would prophesy. God wants all of you to prophesy. God wants you to speak the desired result. God wants you to use resurrection power to say what you want to come to pass. God wants you to use resurrection power to speak life to your life. He wants you to use resurrection power to say where you're going to be next year this time. All with resurrection power. All with I know some of you ain't never heard nothing like this before. Scratching your head, gonna leave here scratching it. But that's all right. If you allow it to be revelation to you, allow the Spirit of God to reveal it to you, you will get up a new person. You'll get up tomorrow a brand new person in Christ Jesus. You'll get up a brand new person thinking a new way. You'll get up thinking life instead of death. Blessing instead of cursing. You get up thinking, I'm going on, I'm not going back. You get up thinking, I'm going higher, I'm not going lower. You get up thinking, I'm going to be above and not beneath. You get up thinking, I'm a rich man, not a poor man anymore. 
if you allow resurrection power to manifest itself through you. Hallelujah to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right, we've given you these seven points on the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ, the resurrection power that's available to you. What are you going to do with it? Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.